0: you know the goal of this podcast is to encourage, equip, and inspire the next generation to tell their world about Jesus right where they are, because by 2030, we want to be part of training one million teens around the globe to share the gospel. So whether you're a parent, a pastor, or yes, even a student, we are glad you're here, and I hope that you will be inspired out of our time together. Today, I've got one of my great friends. His name is Garrett Wagner. Garrett, how's it going, my brother? Great, man. How are you? Man, I am doing well, bro. Doing well. So excited to have you here. Thanks for taking time to be with me today.
1: Yeah, man. I'm excited to be here. It's an honor to
0: be on the podcast and the chat and hang out with you today. There you go, man. There you go. Well, Garrett is an evangelist. Um, He has a ministry, Garrett Wagner Ministries. Uh, He lives in Texas with his wife, Rachel, and sons Graham, Grayson, and Griffin. I won't tell you what the rest of him is. He says something about some LSU Tigers, but he is a Dallas Cowboy fan, a Dallas Mavericks fan, and a Texas Rangers fan. We just didn't get him over here for the college team. But being from Louisiana... We'll give you that one, the LSU Tigers. Well, hey, they're doing pretty That's good a so key far.
1: One for my childhood, man. You know, <laughs> even though the Cowboys, I was a convert as a kid. You know, yeah, it yeah,
0: didn't yeah. all them were- Sucked you in, boy. There you go. Well, man, before we jump in here and get too serious, I want to do some quick, rapid-fire questions at you. Yeah. And um, so, man, let's see where you're at. Number one, are you coffee or energy drink guy?
1: man mainly i am a coffee guy you know I, but i'm a, kind of a what they, my wife calls me a bougie coffee guy so i like fresh roasted beans and do the store-bought stuff you know i've mm.
0: been
1: i've tasted i've been to the promised land uh mm. and and so uh but i believe this desperate times call for desperate measures so yeah i know you've been in camp ministry for years and uh well I've been a part of it. You sometimes you gotta have both, man. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, double dose oh, of the Holy Ghost. There. Yeah, oh, when you're on the road man. and through traveling, you know. Yeah. I believe that's but my wife says I cannot have Red Bull before I preach because I'm drinking okay. my words But uh, but hey, Celsius is... to me right now is the way to go. Healthy energy drink. Okay. Sometimes, you know, you can drink a cup of coffee
0: in the morning and you can see me drinking a Celsius in the afternoon. Okay. All right. So, speaking of that, are you a morning, midday, or night person? Man, before I had uh,
1: twins, uh, you know, we've been on this journey. We have Jason and Griffin, are 20 months old. Uh, I would say uh, I'm an aspiring morning person. Uh, But, you know, we put them to bed at eight o'clock and they are so high energy. We're just like, we need our time to hang out, you know. That's right. Date time, husband and wife time. Mm hmm. Uh, so sometimes that can put us in the bed around midnight, and so as of right mm-hmm. now, I'm I would say night person. There you go. are you prefer <laughs> traveling, driving, or flying? Oh man, it depends on how long it is. I do love being in my truck. Uh, you know, I've, I waited a long time to to drive a truck. I drove a little bitty Honda for a long time. My grandpa uh-huh. drove a Chevy, so I like being in my truck, but. Um, I do love something about flying in airports. I just like being there. It's it's crazy,
0: especially right, if it's man, a good airport. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So when it comes to seasons of the year, winter, spring, summer, or fall, what you got? Fall
1: is for football, man. It feels mm-hmm. like Christmas to me. You know, that first okay. weekend of September, uh, big yeah. college football fan. So, man, I love. I'm enjoying this time of year. And, and even my wife yeah. says, she says, I'm sad that uh, when football is, that that means it's not going to be on TV anymore. And I'm like, amen. Man,
0: there yeah. you go, boy. There you go. Yeah. You like the beach or the mountains? Uh, I'd say we're mountain people. We love going
1: to the mountains. Yeah. Uh, our boys love, especially our older boy, he loves going to the mountains. I would say if I don't have mm-hmm. any young, small toddlers or kids with me, I would say I like going to the beach, but, you know, Dragging yeah. kids and all their stuff to the sand just ain't, uh it ain't for us right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's a tough one for sure. So when it comes to desserts, are you a pie or cake guy? I'm going pie, man. I'm going pie. Okay, okay. Uh When it comes to the Bible, Old Testament or New Testament? Man, that's a trick question. I got to say all of it. Cause I, you know, I'm a Bible guy, you know. It's kind of dangerous to <laughs> one over the other, right? <laughs> if we looked at your sermons, which one do you preach out of more, the old or the new? <laughs> I'd probably have to say it might, it might edge the new, you know, since so we're speaking to teenagers. Okay, all right. When it comes to the New oh, Testament, great. four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, which one's your preference? I
1: would say I'm very fascinated by the book of John right now. I've been studying it, diving into it. Uh, I think there's some pretty fascinating right. things in there and some things that are worded and a little bit different than Matthew, Mark, and Luke, you know, it's just really interesting. And that's
0: that's where I've been lately. Yeah. All right. And last, but uh, certainly not least, but I don't want you to answer it right now. I want you to think on it. You're probably not going to have to think, but we're going to let our guests guess. Um, Are you a dog guy or a cat guy? Again, don't answer it right now. We'll circle back at the end. But I want to know, man, dog or cat guy? This is probably going to get me in lots of trouble. But if you want to guess right now whether you think Garrett is a dog guy or a cat guy, drop them in the comments wherever you're listening or watching this. And uh, you never know. If you get it right, we might pick somebody to give them a prize. So, Garrett, hang on to that one, man. So, uh, Anyway, I told people a while ago you are an evangelist. You have your own ministry, Garrett Wagner Ministries. And, man, tell us about what you do. Yeah, well, you know, the heartbeat of our ministry is, you know, we don't we want
1: to make the message of Jesus clear from generation to generation. Uh, so I travel uh, full time and share the gospel at different outreach events and churches and a lot of student events, diners, camps, conferences. Uh, we also do, you know, participate in some training people how to share the gospel. Uh, so our passion is, man, in the generation that is confused about all the messages in the world, and even the message of the gospel has gotten confused and watered down. So our heartbeat is we want to present the gospel with passion clearly, uh, who Jesus is, death, burial, resurrection, the fact that he's coming again. And we want to give the next generation clear opportunities to respond and repent and to their faith in Jesus. So we believe this: you know, if you reach the next generation, you change the world. So our heartbeat is being in those next generation settings.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. So I have people ask me this a lot of times. So um, I like to ask my guests this as well. How did you get to be doing what you're doing? You're a traveling evangelist. Man, how did you get there? There are some students who may be watching this film, this call in their life, or call to ministry, and they're like, they don't know where to start. Um, they don't know how to get to, quote unquote, where you are. Um, so how'd you get there, man?
1: Man, it's, it's been a long journey, but I would have to say it started when I was 17, so that's an encouragement to any student out there that's watching. I I, I would go to, you know, our church brought us to camp, which I'm so grateful for. Uh, We used to go to fuse. We're out from Louisiana, so we would go to different states. We wanted to see some scenery, you know. And uh, (laughs) so, you know, just being brought in those settings, and I started a ministry at camp by the age of 16, and my dad is a pastor, and, and we were from a small town, small country church, and. So when you get called to ministry in the country, they're just going to put you up there. You go and That's just what you do. And so he put me up there, trained me, showed me how to do, you know, put together a sermon. But got up there on a Sunday night and I started preaching, and I realized that was my calling. And um, you know, as my dad is, he's a pastor. I mean, he can stay in there for years at one spot. Um, but he noticed in me at a young age that I had a passion to share the gospel with people that didn't know Jesus. And yeah. I started preaching that just kind of came out and it just has always followed me. I moved to Dallas when I was 18 to go to Bible college and I've always done traveling evangelism. There was always opportunities to go do this youth revival or, you know, preach this mm-hmm. revival. I was on traveling revival teams in college, uh, directed those. Uh, then I had a role, uh, with the convention, as you know, or I did student, directed student evangelism for mm-hmm. seven years, camps and conference. And I traveled then. and then I was in the local church served in our local church on staff during the COVID season for two years. And and then I had that itch when people started doing events again. It was like I started getting calls. And so it's like I can't get away from it, you know. Uh, And so this past year, uh, we made it official. We said we're just going to go in it full time. and, Mm. And so we've been in it for a year. And with the help of Rage also, we're so grateful for you and your team for helping us get boosted and get off the ground. We're still trying to do that. But God's been good. So this is what we do.
0: That's awesome, man. I think, you know, as I asked different people that question, a co- common kind of thread is just, uh, man, being faithful where you are in the season you're in. And um, and, so, and when you're faithful there, God's going to put people in your life that may speak into uh, your gifting and may say, hey, man, I, you said your dad saw this in you. And so um, that's important right there, man. Be faithful where you are, but listen to that, that the desire of your heart and the people that are around you that you trust and know they love Jesus um, to speak into you and give you those opportunity. Yeah. That's, that's awesome, man. So I love yeah. that. Well, obviously uh, we share common passion about reaching this next generation. And you said, you know, if we, if we reach this uh, next generation, man, we will change the world. So uh, why are you so passionate about reaching this next generation?
1: Man, I, I've adopted Psalm 145 as my as my life chapter, and it's actually the mission of our ministry. It comes straight from that. It's, you know, David's in there and he's exploring the greatness of God, and he says, "You know, your greatness is unsearchable," and he's just enjoying the Lord. And then he kind of takes a turn and he says, "Man, one generation will declare your works to the next, and will proclaim your mighty acts." So I love the progression in that Psalm. Uh, he goes, if I do it, they will do it. And so yeah. you see his heartbeat for the next generation. I think that's the whole theme of the Bible, that every time mm-hmm. something big has happened, revival, spiritual awakening, which we're so desperate for right now, it's been for the young generation, and the young generation is on God's heart. And I think that's where it's at. That's where the life change happens. It's great to be, you know, take the front row seat to see that when you minister to the next generation.
0: Man, that's so good. Such a great reminder. You know, it can't stop with us. And, um, you know, we have to share to that next generation. Uh, talking about that, like sharing to the next generation, talking to the next generation about Jesus. Um, I know you and I share a common passion in talking to other people about Jesus. Not that we kill it every time. But um, but why do you feel like or what what's a reason you're seeing when you're with teenagers with with even, um, you know, youth pastors or churches? why do you feel maybe sometimes people don't share the gospel even though they know they need to be sharing it? What Do you have anything that's kind of coming up more recently than others? Hey, here's a reason why. Yeah, I think even going back to Psalm
1: 145, I think people are putting their eyes on Jesus, you know, or they have maybe a watered down mm-hmm. weak picture of Jesus. So I remember where it all started for me. It was just, it wasn't somebody that sat me down and said, Hey, you need to go share the gospel. And I didn't go do it because somebody guilted me into it. I started walking with the Lord. Yes. I started realizing, wow, you know, I am mean, even at the age of 16, that God's awesome and mm-hmm. presence is awesome. And mm-hmm. you know, started getting up and spending time with him every day before I did anything. And then all of a sudden I'm at school sharing with my friends, you know, like passionate about it. And I think it's a, I thought we needed, people need to fall in love with the person of Jesus again. And then when they're, when they're, when that yeah. fire is sparked, then they're ready to be trained. And we come alongside and say, Hey, here's, we can train you and equip you and uh, show you how to do this effectively. And so, yeah, I think it's just getting that fire that whatever you're, whatever we're passionate about, we talk about. I mean, I could talk to you about college football all day long, yeah. you know, on this podcast, but yeah, yeah. But, you know, when the love for the yeah. Lord is first and yeah, we have no problem you know, finding people or connecting mm-hmm. with people or, you know, talking to people about these.
0: Yeah, it just kind of comes up in conversation. I love, I really appreciate that because I do believe it's a love God, love people. You know, it's a love God first. And out of our love for God, we're going to fall in love with people. And out of our love for God, we're going to talk to other people about him. And so, man, I I think that's spot on, dude. It's so good. Just a reminder that, you know, we can't, talk about or share about what we're not about, you know, so I love that dude. So good. So good. So, hey, I tell people, I think out of that, listen, if uh, you're not feeling a fire or passion for evangelism, then spend some more time with Jesus, you know, spend some more time with the Lord. And out of that, uh, the Holy Spirit's going to ignite this passion to share. So, well, we know that, um, that when it comes to sharing our faith or or talking to others about Jesus, like, like we can't do everything. And and there are people who who are kind of starting at, at zero, right? Like, like they're like, Hey, I want to take that next step. I, I want to be serious about sharing my faith. I I want to tell my friend about Jesus, or I want to be able to just have a Jesus conversation with anyone anywhere at any time, but they don't know where to start. And so what is maybe one first step or one step that you as an evangelist would share with someone today? Hey, if they're wanting to get serious about sharing their faith, uh, what is a step they could take today? Yeah, okay. I would say immerse themselves in the
1: gospel, you know, mm-hmm. find a quality uh, tool. Like there's, I know you have mm-hmm. one dot com, uh that you, mm-hmm. that Rage Ministries has created. And, yeah. uh, and it's a great avenue to, for someone to go and say, hey, uh, immerse yourself in the content of the gospel. You know, like who Jesus is, you know, yeah. his death, burial, resurrection, learn how to present. that Because you can't talk about the cross without talking about the resurrection. Sometimes when mm-hmm. some people share the gospel, like, oh, they stop at the cross, but Jesus yeah. still isn't dead anymore, right? So immerse yourself mm-hmm. in those key points and find a great training tool. I mean, there's so many apps yeah. out there. I mean, we got one million sin. I know mm-hmm. ministries like Dare to Share has a lot of yeah, stuff, it's... you know, life and Six yeah. words. The three yeah. circles, all these three apps, uh, you know, so find, find something that works for
0: you and, and immerse yourself and learn from those who do it well. Mm, that's good, man. That's good. I think just that and you've got to find what works well with you. You know, um, Romans Road may not work well for everybody. Uh, three circles may not work well for everybody. Um, you know, the emoji evangelism may not work, but, but find something that works for you. And, and do that. I, I just think that's the deal uh, first and foremost. And so if you're a, you're a student pastor or you're a student watching this or you're a parent or, or, and you're like, hey, I want to I want to help my students. I want to help myself. I want to help my children take that next step in sharing their faith. I would just say find a good tool and learn it together. Like just sit there and, and learn it together. Um, I remember Garrett, uh, when I, when I led my oldest daughter to the Lord, it was off of an app on my iPad because she really loved technology and all that stuff. And, and it was just a simple, you know, using the bridge illustration. And, um, and, and then I taught her how to do that as well. And so we, it's amazing. A lot of times when we're training people, we see people get saved because they've never heard the gospel or understood it like that before. And now they're kind of like, um, Paul, man, the scales fall off their eyes. They're like, oh, man, here, whoa, this is the gospel, right? So um, I love that, man. Find a good tool. Like, like Garrett said, you could check out um, onemillioncent.com if you go there. Um, there's kind of three things there for you. Number one, if you want to be trained, there's a thing there. Number two, if you want to train a group, um, you can. there's also information on that. And then uh, lastly, if you just want to share the gospel, with somebody, we have a really quick um, just presentation of the gospel that you could share out with fam- family and friends and say, hey, check this out. Let me know what you think. Um, All of it's free. So go check that out at at one million cent um, dot com. So uh, but Garrett, this whole podcast, man, is is just really about inspiring, equipping, you know, others to share their faith, uh, specifically teens. And I just wonder, man, uh, people kind of resonate with stories. And so is there a story in your life where you saw a teenager get it? Um, you saw someone, man, really go, Hey, I'm not just going to talk about living sin. Man, I'm going to live sin I know Jesus and man, I need to make him known. And maybe it was a training. Maybe it was a sermon. Maybe it was just an encounter. And you're like, but, but do you have a story in your life where you saw a teenager, like, get it, man. And they started just living on mission.
1: Yeah, I think it was this past spring. I went and did like a, a bring your friend Sunday for a pastor friend of mine and, and get this. I didn't hear about this until a, this didn't happen until a month after I went there and shared the gospel. Uh, there, there was one, of course, younger 12 year old boy who got saved and his Sunday school teachers have been praying for him. And that was awesome. We celebrated that. Then a month later, the pastor calls me and says, hey, you need to hear about what happened. Uh, there was a teenager who thought about your message for a couple of weeks after that and uh, gave his life to Jesus. And they had a school that met on their church campus. And so he said, I want to get baptized in front of all my friends. And so he did at school, wow. got baptized in front of all of his four friends now. and then four of his friends heard about or saw that, and said, we want that, you know? And so they wow. gave their lives to Jesus and they were baptized. So it takes, uh, you know, just being bold, you know, and being, choking back the of the worry and fear about what other people think about you yeah. especially i know high school middle school can be rough with that uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: i remember doing that too i remember choking back fear the lump in my throat and uh, just hitting people up with the gospel you know so it, it was because of what the Lord yeah. was doing in my heart in high school yeah. um so yeah that was one of the most powerful things i've seen
0: oh dude yeah that's um i was talking to one of our guys on another podcast and he's like you know you know, used to one of my favorite things was leading someone to Jesus, but now it's when I hear about someone who's been led to Jesus leading someone else to Jesus, and uh, Mm -hmm. man, that's so good. I love that story, man, of the student meeting Jesus, going public with his faith, and out of that, man, just drawing others in. That's what it's about. That's a multiplication, man. That's why we do what we do. I I believe that's part of the call of the evangelist. It's not just to preach the gospel, but to prepare others to do the same. So, Garrett, before we jump off here, man, I want you to share real quickly, how can people connect with you? Um, maybe somebody resonated with what you're saying today. Maybe they want to bring you in, uh, as part of an event or do some training. How's the best way for people to connect with you?
1: Yeah, I have my, I have my website, which is pretty easy to remember, GarrettWagoner.com. Uh, you can go on there and if you're interested in booking, you can just click book, um, uh, Also, on all social media accounts, it's at GWagSpeak. So GWagSpeak, pretty easy to remember. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. So give me a follow, shoot me a direct message, or go to our website. We'd love to connect with you.
0: That's awesome. And we'll make sure we drop all that in the show notes as well. So, Garrett, it's that time, man, to bring it all the way back around to our final question that we asked in the Rapid Fire um man. i i honestly don't know what you are i think i know what you are but i'm, I'm not sure um but man is garrett wagner a dog guy or a cat guy let the world know
1: dog all the way man we've got to have the dog there's a lot of reasons i, I like dogs that don't shed too they don't get well, you know my wife loves it. so we have a poodle what do they call their or something like that? but yeah uh, something like yeah, that i'm definitely bald guy cat if you've ever searched for houses I know you have in your lifetime. Uh, I know we have in, in, in our young lives um, when you're searching for houses and you go in and one of them just smells like urine or that's because it's from cats, man. You know, people just let these cats in their house and they you know go to the bathroom on everything. And then the way to take care of them, like this is the worst invention. That mm-hmm. litter boxes, come on, they're, oh,
0: they're awful,
1: dirtiest things I've ever seen. Like, yes, let me get some some sand or rubble you know and let the
0: cat go number two and, and i'm gonna stick it in my closet or, you know, oh my gosh or or where your clean clothes are most of them are in the yeah. laundry room so i'm oh, like, laundry, you where you clean like yeah,
1: yeah. Um, it just i don't yeah. know i don't understand the uh, people there's i have a lot of people that i love that love cats so <laughs> no offense but i just don't understand yeah. your your fascination right. uh, you know. we do have a cat a stray cat that my son and wife adopted i said They're good for killing rats, but he's not coming inside. Yeah, that's
0: right. They're outside, man. They're awesome. I agree, man. I agree. That's awesome, man. Well, thanks for not letting me down on that one and and saying something dumb like you're a cat person. No, I'm kidding. So, And we're all those people (laughs) out there that are, you know. Yeah. 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 Sorry about that. Well, if you're a dog or a cat person, we want you to know you're welcome here. We love you. And uh, honestly, it's just. You're accepted, man. It's just a fun question to ask. So Garrett, thanks for being on here today, man. It was a joy to have you and um, know that we're praying for you, excited for what God is doing. And listen, if you're watching this and uh, man, we can help you in any way. Make sure that you reach out to us, whether you uh, drop a, a line at one million cent or go to rageministries.com. Man, our goal is to help you. Number one. Uh, just fall in love with jesus and number two to be able to share jesus where you are with whoever you're around so thank you for tuning in today i can't wait to see you next time until then hey today don't forget is a great day to tell someone about jesus let's go